Yeah, well, I can't start talking like a sailor or else we'll get, I, I don't know. It's, it's something with Spotify and the algorithm. I don't really understand it. I wish that there was like a, a way to hack the algorithm besides just being popular. Are you popular. telling me that every time that I swear on this podcast, we end up not getting as many views? No, 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 no way, no way. But I, I think there is like, especially with YouTube, I know for a fact there is something within, we're not putting this on YouTube, so I, I don't know, but there's something within the first five or six minutes, like if you're going like hard in the paint, Mm-hmm. then then you are like losing stuff from the algorithm i interesting totally don't know um i wanted to start off with a hypothetical for you because i saw this yesterday i thought it was fantastic i think you were the one to send it to me so i want to get your official reaction um you get 10 million dollars yeah i did something too and once per year randy johnson hits you with a fastball so I've had, I've had this conversation multiple times now, and I think I would do it regardless, but I'd especially do it if I knew when it was coming. Yeah, you definitely can. Then I would set it up where it's like, I would get it like within a second of each other and just do it on New Year's (laughs) Eve and New Year's Day and just do it at 1159 and 1201. So then technically you'd have two free years or like, I don't know, what is that? 700 and yeah, like 19 days exactly so that that's the way that i would set it up if i would do that even if i didn't i'd probably set it up on my birthday just so i'd be like all right let's wake up and let's do this and then let's get on with our day yeah i would uh if, if i get to pick i would pick it like when i'm super hungover just to like make it like so i'm already having a bad day so you would just... so you would go straight and says you would just like pick the day make sure you're hungover for it and then go yeah Got it. Now there are, there are a lot of variables here. One, mm. apparently, Randy Johnson is immortal for this. So yes. like, he's this is prime Randy Johnson every time he throws a baseball at you. So this yep. is like an 101, 105 mile an hour fastball. Yep. And they didn't specify distance, but I just assumed to be sixty feet. I assumed that as well. Um, I don't think they're gonna make it five feet. And actually, I might rather be five feet than 60 feet because it doesn't have enough time to do anything mm-hmm. so like you that 60 feet you can get spin you can get <laughs> it can dive yep <laughs> um i assume he's not trying to take my head off i assume that he's just trying to like you know i haven't angered him but maybe i have who knows maybe he's like santa claus where he watches over you throughout the year and then based on your performance is where he aims <laughs> Which would be, which would be honestly even better to be, to be honest. So. Well, I'd also set it up so that way, like, you know, like trying to put this as, as delicately as I can. No, you don't. The minute that I'm ready to just end it all and just die, <laughs> that's when I tell Randy Johnson to just go for my head. So when you have a fever and you have shingles, is that when you're, when you're going to call it? <laughs> Okay, I did some research on this as well. Fine, fine. You want to go there? Fine, let's go there. No, yes, I, I have the disease that affects most 65-plus-year-old people, and I have it. I, I don't want I, to talk about it anymore. I, my, my lady friend had it in college, so you're, you're not alone. Damn, really? Super that's even, weird. That's even weirder. Super weird. I, I don't get it. Um, she also has, like, eczema like I do, but that's a, it's a very different... Um, that's a different conversation. <laughs> I look something up because I Google like, you know how they do like charity golf outings for like 
AIDS and stuff, I wanted to see if they did charity golf outings for shingles. Now, I could not find it. And I'm sure that there are smaller ones. But what I did find, there is in Orlando, Florida, which is where we used to come into for Daytona. Oh, God. Shingle Creek Golf Course. Oh, God. And I actually think it's a resort. It looks beautiful. <laughs> oh, God. The fact that they haven't renamed it and they just keep it Shingle Creek. <laughs> it just See, that's when you're hoping that like someone with shingles just like stumbles <laughs> upon it and is just like, hey, honey, let's go to Shingle Creek. You have the shingles. Okay, let's go when I'm ready. It just doesn't sound appealing. This is true. Have you found it? Yes. It does look pretty. You're very right. It does look pretty. That is fantastic. We, oh man, I'm very excited about this. There's, I don't know, man. Like I, I have Bernie Madoff on this list. We, I don't even think we need to cover that. There's nothing to really say. Dude's big. So, so I have a question because we haven't really talked about anything of importance yet. And I'm going to get not, us there. We're not going to for a while. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to get us there. So, we saw a no-hitter on Friday. We saw a no-hitter on yesterday. We're recording this on Thursday or whatever the hell day it is at this point. I don't know. All of my days have meshed together because I have the shingles. Anyway. The shingle. <laughs> the shingle. Um, the shingle State University. Yes. Um, so I want to play a quick game with you. It's called Am I On to Something or Am I On Something? Oh, my God. I love this. Yeah. So, we've already seen two no-hitters. In the modern baseball era, there has been seven no-hitters in the entire season. Okay? In Major League history, there was eight no-hitters in 1884. I think that there are going to be more than eight no-hitters this baseball season. Am I on something or am I on to something? You're on to something because I believe that MLB has – uh, noted that they're slightly changing the balls. Yes. In favor of the pitchers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're 100% going to see it. Okay. Well, that was, that was number one. No, the, the perfect game that was ruined, ruined yesterday by that hit on by the shoe big ball. toe. Yeah. By shoe ball. Bush League. Now, I'm hit him not. In the foot. What do you want from him? I Should he not, move his foot? Yeah, but like it hit him in the foot. Let's move on. I'm also not in the boat that is like, wow, like he could have moved his foot. Like, I don't know. Like, I know that these guys are quick, but like, I don't know, man. Baseballs travel real quick. It's it's one of those things where it's like if you're in that position, you're not taking one step back. You're picking up one foot. So it's either you're picking up your front foot or you're picking up your back foot. And nine times out of ten, you pick up your front foot. So he that's why I'm. That's why I got over it pretty quickly. Yeah. No, it hit I hit him on the back I, foot. I thought. No. I thought I hit him on the back foot. His left. Are are we still talking about the Indians? Yeah, I thought I hit him on the back foot. I thought uh, he was a righty and hit him on it hit him on his right foot. He is a righty and it hit his on his left. You can look it up. I mean, I'm I could be I could be totally wrong, but I thought that it hit it on, on his front foot, which is what people were weirded about because he picked up his back foot. Typically, what you said is exactly right. That people will pick up a front foot and then give their their calves 
to be their calves and their thighs to be able to block something from hitting kneecaps, from hitting ankles. Mm -hmm. And maybe I wasn't paying attention. Maybe he did lift it up and it snuck under the front foot. Don't know. But to, to me, it seemed like it hit front. I also didn't watch a ton of gifs of it. I don't know. I'm trying to find some right now. It's not really going that well for me, but. How long, and we, since we're on the baseball train, how long do you think uh, Tom Brenneman has to rehab in Puerto Rico or Portugal or wherever he's at? How, how long is that stint going to last before like a triple A ball club brings him up? Uh, you're asking the wrong dude. Like, it, I mean, a, a season? Oh, it's more than that. Because if what's the what are you setting an under over at, honestly? Season and a half. Okay. I'm saying the over. Okay. Okay. Because I think, I think we're looking at like I think we're looking at like five at least. Really? Yeah. Hold on. I just found the gif. Here it is. Hit him on the back foot. Son of a bitch. All right. My apologies. He scooted backwards to get out of the way, but it hit him on the back foot. And maybe I was just even watching the wrong play because the guy that I saw didn't even fucking move. So maybe I was watching a different one. So it hit his back foot, and then he stepped backwards. That was oh. the thing. Okay. He didn't even move his front foot either. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I am now convinced, though, that – Whoever takes a chance on Brenneman, it's literally going to be like they just want to sell tickets. I mean, the thing about the thing about him is that you know he had the Reds, and then he also had football, and he was taking off football too. Yes. So it's like that he's gonna that's going to be hard to overcome because no I, major network is going to hire you. I I think a mid major college could. What do you have to lose? You you spin it as a giving. Lot. You you give it as you spin it as giving people second chances. I mean, we do it with athletes, but yet we don't do it with anybody so you're else. Me that he's going to be the play-by-play or uh, field announcer for Liberty University. Could be, could could be could be a UMass guy. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the Minutemen. They they need more than just a new play-by-play. I just, you know, and maybe, maybe I'm very short-sighted here, but I noticed that we, we get, we're, we're giving athletes second chances like Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill. And I'm not saying that these people don't deserve chances, but it's kind of like, where are we drawing the line at gatekeeping to being like, okay, all the athletes get second chances, but nobody else. I mean, I think, I think the difference between the athletes and, um, nobody else is that there's at least from like an athletic standpoint, it's like they can get substituted in and out really quickly. And like, we forget about things on their front more quicker because of the way that our brain is established where we just go through things every five minutes, right? We process information every five minutes and then we're we're on to the next thing. Whereas with like play-by-play guys, it's like, that's the one job and it's one job for, 32 teams rather than being a wide receiver one of three or six for a team for 32 it's just the numbers don't add up so it's like when you're putting Brenneman up against a kid who's fresh out of college they're going to take the kid who's fresh out of college because 
he's younger, he's more impressionable, and you can train him to do what you want rather than Brenneman, who's going to be, yeah, he's probably, yeah, he's like, he's decent at his job. He's fine. He's yeah. fine. Yeah, but you know what you're getting, and you can't really teach an old dog new tricks. He's I not think that's Scully. what it is more than anything else. And I also, like, ever since you started, uh, since you mentioned that, I agree wholeheartedly. And I think that this is, this is you know, not an excuse, but this is a business. Mm-hmm. And I don't go to a game to hear the announcer, unless it was Chris Berman. That's a different story. But I would go to a game to see a player. Mm-hmm. So... There's got to be value in that in the sense of like merch sales or promos, advertisements. I don't think any of those guys really have advertisers right now at the moment, but who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Taking us completely off track. Oh, I was, wait, I have more to my game. I have more to my game. Oh, hell yeah. <clears throat> Based on how the baseball season has started, I believe that the Dodgers will have 10 losses by the time that the All-Star break occurs. In and around 10, so plus or minus one. Am I on to something or am I on something? How far away are we from the All-Star break? What a wonderful question you ask. Very far. Very far. Um, I'd say we got the entire month of May, the entire month of June, and then July. Get get to ten. Yes, I I think um, wh- whatever your. I think that they will get to ten losses by that time. Okay, here's why. Here's why I say that. Okay. Are you going to show me their schedules? Like they're well, just playing the Rockies well, for five months. To, I'm just going to take us to the end of April. Okay. So they finish Colorado today. They get three with San Diego, two with Seattle, four more with San Diego. They could easily drop two of those seven to slam Diego. They could, but they're right now 10 and two. Then they get three to Cincinnati, four to the Brewers, and then three to the Cubs. And then we, and that's how we start May. I would, I would say, and I had, my problem is that I've only seen highlights of Dodgers games. I haven't watched them. But depending upon who's on the mound rotation for those Reds games, I mean the Reds are still they're they're seven and five. They are they're they're nothing to slack at yet. Um, the offense is still putting up on average over six or not over at six runs per game. So they're mm-hmm. still doing pretty good work. Although when you think about it, the Dodgers are putting up, you know. Let's see. In their last four, they put up five, 11, six, four, 10. So they're right in the six or seven range, too. So as well. for the red series, you're most likely looking at Urias, Bueller, and Kershaw. And I think they have Naquin, the Reds do for one of those. I don't know. Yeah. I probably. It, it's going to have to be the Reds' offense carries them. So they're right. going to have to get them on the non Kershaw night. But again, I. For the Reds, it's looking like it's going to be Mail, Hoffman, and Gray. Have we seen any suspension come to Bauer yet for using uh, Pine Tar? I don't think he used. I don't think there was a suspension that was no. The answer because is no. It got sent to the MLB. For, right, like, but they I don't think the, that they. I don't think they actually found any. 
I think are they more... are they done with it yet or I assume so. If we haven't heard anything, I'm assuming that it was a that this was a non-starter conversation. Because that was a weird incident because they did it at the end of the inning. They didn't do it like during the inning or like in the middle of an at bat. They did it at the end of the inning. Well, then they must have seen something. I don't know. That's why it was weird because that's why that's why this hasn't really like gone anywhere. Just because it was like at the end of the inning, nobody really saw what it what happened. We're just taking MLB's word that they brought it in for testing. Yeah, and I mean, I again, I I believe that they brought in for testing. I just didn't know they they I haven't seen anything that came from that because it also wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, and at the moment, you're definitely right. We haven't. It's no news is good news for Trevor here. Um, but him and his agent both have been outspoken about legalizing pine tar. So it wouldn't surprise me. If, True, but he did, he did, he was in favor of this testing. Yeah. I, like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if he used it in like very trace levels, you know? Yeah, but so does everybody else. That is a fact. That is a fact. Do the Yankees suck? Yes. <laughs> Uh, riddle me the other thing the other thing before we go back before we go back to the Yankees, the other thing about Bauer is that he pitched the other night so it's like I think the conversation is over because he wouldn't have started his next game if he if it did they wouldn't have let him go until it was right uh, that's what I'm thinking okay I mean you asked you asked that question about the uh the Dodgers and the Dodgers are what 10 and 2 you should be asking the same question about the 9 and 3 Red Sox (laughs) well the 9 and 3 Red Sox also started 0 and so not going to do anything yet you know what we both know that they're also losing to nothing so i'm not going to do anything yet with them we both know that the orioles are a powerhouse (laughs) it's true it's true um yeah it's nice to actually see the red sox get some confidence because i'll tell you what their fans had zero confidence coming into this season so it's true it's very true we had none we probably had less than last year there there wasn't there isn't anything to be really happy about either um, the Mets are not dominating like I assumed them to be. I mean, they're up a game in the East. I don't know what you would classify as dominating considering that their first four games were all canceled. Right? They've, they've had three games. They've had five games canceled so far this year. Well, I didn't know that the NL West was this statistically good. Wow. The top three teams in the NL West are better than every team in the central and better than everybody in the East. That's wild. Uh, That's monster stats right there. Yeah. But the giants are weird. Giants started their season with the Mariners, the Padres who they won two out of three from, which is interesting. The Rockies who are terrible. And now they're playing the Reds who they took two out of three from. So I'm not putting anything on them yet. Because now they get the Marlins. There aren't that many, and uh, and I was trying to, I, I was having this. They're going to be a really good first half of the year team. Because they don't having, get, they don't first play the Dodgers until the end of May. And in between there, they get Miami twice, Colorado again, San Diego again, oh Colorado tw- three more times, mm-hmm. the Rangers and the Pirates. So they're going to be a really good first half of the year. Just what they're going to do in the second half is going to be more interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at this now because either Buster Posey's about to retire or he mentioned that it was his last season. 
Yeah, no, he skipped last year, but he's playing so far this season. And we don't let that many catchers in the Hall of Fame. I am. I think we can agree that Yachty is going to be locked, right? Yeah. Being and the he, first player to play 4,000 games with the same team, yeah, I'd say so. And he has two rings, right? Uh, yes. That would be 2011 and 2008. Or no, I think it was the Yankees. But they have two. I know that. No, 09 was the Yankees. I'm putting it together, I promise. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, I mean, 2006 was the correct answer. 2006, 2006 and Yadier Molina was... Oh. What the hell? Sorry. You breaking things over there? No, I didn't. I didn't know that uh, baseballreference.com allowed for me to receive verbal ads. Now, that's mm. new. Nice job figuring that out. Yes, Yadier Molina was on the 06 team. Yeah, so he's got two rings. Um, two rings, nine-time All-Star, nine-time Globe Globe Glove Gold Glove Award. Wow, yep. that's hard for me. Silver Slugger Roberto Clemente and was on the World Baseball Classic team. And so this is why I'm convinced that Buster Posey, like if you can make an argument now for for Yachty, you have to make it for Buster Posey too. And here's why. Um, a, an average over 300 batting average, just to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, MVP one season, rookie of the year, six-time All-Star, mm-hmm. three-time World Series champ in that 10, 10 12, 14 gauntlet for the Giants back then. Mm-hmm. Four-time Silver Slugger, Gold Glove, batting title. I mean, it's his wins above replacement is over 40. It's pretty spectacular what he's brought to the table. He doesn't get talked about a lot because the Giants simply don't get talked about a lot. Yep. Um, but I, I think if we're going to start letting you know catchers in, that's, I mean, over, let's see... I mean, since 2016, three catchers have gone into the Hall of Fame, right? So it's Piazza, it's not a lot. who very clearly should have gotten into the Hall of Fame, Pudge, who very clearly should have gotten into the Hall of Fame, and Ted Simon, Ted Simmons, who I don't know anything about. So, yes, I agree with you. It's I very think, difficult for them. I think I think Yachty's a lock, just based on his durability and how long he's been playing. And he's been playing the same position and most catchers then go on to be DHs or go to first base or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but his, his stats stand out by himself. Um, Buster's an interesting conversation just because he doesn't have the same durability that Yachty has. Yeah. I mean, did you know that they changed the rule because of him about catcher collisions? Yes. He missed the, he missed a full season. I think it was because and it, it was somebody else in the NL Central, I think, came in and just torched him. Mm-hmm. Um, and fun fact, do you know who Buster Posey replaced on the Giants after he got hurt in the 2010 season? So yes. Buster Posey, Benji. Yes. Benji. The, the Molina-ception. You want, he's not getting in, so we can just agree on that. But. I mean, no, but that'd be fun for everybody. Is the Baseball Hall of Fame the most difficult to get in? Yes. Like when I look at every NFL class, it seems like, holy shit, 
these guys are head and shoulder. I mean, there are a couple that have slipped under the rug. Like we we talked about Clay Matthews Sr. like for two weeks during yep. during the Hall of Fame voting. When we talked about that Dave Dave whatever his name's huge monstrous hands, mm-hmm. um, and his parents wouldn't let him play football, which is kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. But I I truly think that there's no more politicized and talked about than MLB. I think everybody yells at each other because some ballots are secret. Others aren't. I don't mm-hmm. think you should be allowed secret ballots. I don't think that should ever be a thing. Um, well, it's an interesting conversation, right? Because in that, in Yachty scenario, right? So that would be, when would he become, if he retired this season, he wouldn't become eligible until what? 2026, 27. How long do you need to be out? Five? I think so. Well, so he's playing this season, so right. So it'd be so it'd be twenty right. So if he retired after this season, he would be eligible in twenty twenty seven. Yes. Okay. So, just to put it into perspective for you, let's say none of these names go in the next four years or in the next five when when Yachty's up. Okay. Sure. Carl Crawford. Okay. I mean, I mean, you're going to list off like thirty names because that's the ballot now. Right. But that's but... also what I wanted you to say: Hall of Famer or not at the same time. I mean, I, I don't – I'll have to think about it. I'm saying no. Okay. Prince Fielder. No. Ryan Howard. Yeah. Tim Lincecum. No. Joe you know, So I'm running about okay, – wait, wait, hold on. All right. So you said no to Prince Fielder, but yes to Ryan Howard? Yeah. Interesting. My note about Timmy – the exact opposite, actually. My note about Timmy was just that he had about three years of solid reign of terror, and then after that, couldn't have fallen off. I think that you're going to need longevity to make it in the Hall of Fame in three. It was two for it because he was back to back Cy Young winner and then just stopped. He was a four four time All Star, so yes, yes, but I think when you look at that Giants run where they had three World Series in five years, you're only going to see two guys get in the Hall of Fame from that: Bumgarner, Posey. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and the guys that I think that have been incredible players that yep. won't get it, but will get recognized, you're going to have Brandon Belt, you're going to have Tim Linscombe, and you're going to have Brian Wilson be talked about. These are guys that might make it onto the ballot. No way in hell that they're going to get in. I think Brian Wilson already got already like missed his chance. He's been retired that long? Damn. I think so. He also unfortunately had a bad ESPN Sports Center commercial too. It just wasn't that fun. Yeah, he's been out of the league since 2014. Oh shit! Then yeah, if he's not on the ballot, then he must have come under five percent already. I think he was he not on the last one. So I think he did. Oof. All right, there we go. <laughs> Joe Nathan. I don't know enough. Fair. It's also a reliever, so I'm not a, I'm not as inclined to say yes because they are never accepted. David Ortiz. No. Are you really yeah. saying no for him? Yeah, he's the GOAT. He, he, if he, he better be unanimous. Yeah, I think he's going to be. Uh, Jonathan Papelbon. It's leaning 51% yes. I'm saying no. But I've said yes to three people already. I know you have. But, this, <laughs> like, but it also the nice thing is uh, you're not saying first bout Hall of Famer or not. You only said one to that. Jake Peavy. No. AJ oh, Przinski. JPB, another Giants guy. Okay. Um, Przinski, yes. Mm. I'm leaning no. Truth. I don't know. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> He's a two time all star in 19 years. 
He's one of nine players to spend at least 50% of their games at catcher, totaling 2,000 hits. He didn't hit great. He's on one World Series team. Yeah, no, I'm leaning no one for Zinski. Ooh. A-Rod. Unfortunately. Yeah. Jimmy Rollins. Divorcee. Um... They didn't get married, so it's not a divorce. <laughs> Shut up. Let me. <laughs> I can't keep saying yes because these are like my nostalgia child. I'm putting people. yes for Jimmy Rollins. Eventually, yes. Not saying first ballot. I'm saying eventually, yes for Jimmy Rollins. I've only said first ballot to one person here. True, which is which is actually but you get like ten years to like figure it out. So it's sorry, fine. two a rods first ballot too. Right, so you, they also everybody else gets ten years to figure it out. So I think you're fine. Uh, last one's Mark Teixeira. Yes, as well. Well, I'm saying no to him. Okay, I I think that they're gonna go and look back at that that like reign of terror that like that they that those teams put down on people and it's only going to amplify him which i'm not saying is good or bad but i'm saying that that you know um what is that rising tides lift boats or whatever the hell the saying is okay so that was 2022's class so that's that's next year's class or is that this year? yeah that's this that's at what everybody's going to be voting on this year you're only going to have two of those be first balloters right now um, right and then you're also going to have like Maybe Kurt Schilling, and maybe someone else, and maybe maybe Roger. Maybe. Um, <laughs> is Ryan Braun retired? I don't think so. No, he's not. That's gonna Wait, be. Hold on, very... I have more fun names. I have okay. more fun names. For I thought you said okay. That was only 2022. I have oh more god. Fun names. <laughs> 2023, Carlos Beltran. Iffy. That not first ballot. Agreed with that. Matt Cain. Stat heads, and I agree with them, love Matt Cain. I mean, that being said, it's not if Tim Lincecum didn't pitch for didn't pitch at all ever, Matt Cain would have won Cy Young three times. <laughs> and they were on the same squad, too. So yes. You you want to talk about the Dodgers loaded bullpen? You know, back across the bay, you know, literally a decade ago, that was a stat class. Okay. Andre Ethier. No. John Lackey. Unfortunately, no. I'm saying no, too. Even though he's a three-time World Series winner and did nothing for the last one. I was going to say, yeah, I don't remember. Okay. Mike Napoli. Fuck it, he's in. I'm saying, <laughs> give me the beard, <laughs> Johnny Peralta. He's one that I'd say fifty fifty one percent yes, but not first ballot. I'm saying no. Okay, uh, K Rod. He's so fun to watch. Holy shit, he's a yes for me. Okay, I'll I'll lean with you. Houston Street. Iffy on that one as well. I'm I'm leaning no, but I can see the conversation for yes. Jared Weaver. Probably yes. I'm saying no. I'm 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 not saying like whether I'm right or not, but I'm saying no, even though he finished it with a career record of 150 and 98 and pitched for the Angels and the Padres when they both sucked. Yeah, he's putting up um he's putting up like Thor numbers right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaning no. Jason Worth. No. Joey Bats. 
We're on to 24, 2024 now, by the way. No. Yep. Andre Bel uh, Adrian Beltre, not Andre Beltre. Adrian Beltre. Um, 51% yes. He's a yes for me. Bartolo, unless he plays somewhere else. Fuck yeah. Let him in. Just have the just have the on the front door of the Hall of Fame. Just have the gif of his home run. That's I have it. no comment on this. I really want him to get in. But yeah, of course I want him in. Adrian Gonzalez. Yeah. I'm saying no. I also Cologne could get in with that like veteran appeals committee, which True. is the only way that um, Schilling True. gets in. By the way, eh, I think he might get in next year. I think he might. He hasn't, um, he hasn't tweeted in a while, at least that I've paid attention to. So, See, that's a good thing for him. <laughs> Matt Holliday. Yes. Man, I forget how good the Phillies were, dude. The Phillies were so good. <laughs> How'd you get that from Matt Holliday? Because we were talking about Ryan Howard earlier, oh, yeah, yeah, and I'm just yeah. – my brain is still on the Ryan Howard, to be honest with you. Got it. Uh, Jim Johnson. Don't know enough. Can't make an accurate – Two-time member of the 50 Saves Club. Appeared in 674 games, was 38 and 46 with 178 saves. I'm saying no. Yeah. Victor Martinez. This one's easy for me. Yes. No. Okay, wait, wait a second. When there's a name that I haven't heard come up yet. I think he's coming up right now. Say it then. Joe Maurer. Oh, no, that's not who I was thinking. Oh, okay. interesting. Joe Maurer is a yes for me. Yes, I would agree. There's a name that hasn't come up yet? And I don't know when he retired, so let me what do you, figure what that year, out. What like, year, what do you, I need more clues than this. I'm going to. Can't really guess what, what name you're thinking. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm going to, I'm going to pick, when did he retire? I did not know this guy played for the Reds. What the hell? He played for a lot of different teams. Okay. Uh, he should have been in the 2021 class or 2022, one of those two. Okay. Did David Ross not get a nod? No. Fuck that. Are you really surprised by that? It would have been a very fun conversation. It's like the Julian Edelman conversation. We're getting there. We are going to get there. Two-time World Series champion. <laughs> oh, dear God. If they, had, right. if, if they had a wing of the Hall of Fame for glue guys, David Ross would be in there. There is one name out of the next one, two, three, four, five, six that I'm going to say there that is a yes to the Hall of Fame. Okay? And I want you to see if you can pick the same name as me. Brandon Phillips, Jose Reyes, James Shields, Chase Utley, David Wright, Brad Ziegler. I don't like him, but I got to give it to Udley. Yeah, he, that's the same boat for me. I don't think I, – I, I love David Wright, but I don't, I don't know if his career got cut short because of an unfortunate injury conversation will be enough. Because there is a name that I'm thinking of for the career got cut short, got short by an unfortunate injury who is later, who I think will get in. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think you know who it is. Probably do. So in 2024, I said two people. I said Adrian Beltre and Chase Utley. 
So that opens the door for him, for Yachty. 2025, yes. I legitimately don't see a name. Actually, that's not true. I see one name. Two, three. Oh, God. I see three names for 2025. Melks, Curtis Granderson, David Freeze, Adam Jones, Ian Kinsler, Brian McCann, Kendrick Morales. David Freeze to me is on that Mike Napoli level conversation to where people I are going to talk with that 100%. People are going to talk about him and they're going to talk about his incredible moments in World Series runs and mm-hmm. it's just not enough, man. Nope. Which sucks because those guys are really memorable for a lot of fans. Yeah. Uh, and it sucks to not see them be that highest level, but this is like is the it's not the Hall of Good. It's the Hall of Fame. Uh, Kinsler, Brian McCann, Kendrick Morales, Dustin Pedroia, Martin Prado, Hanley Ramirez, Mark Reynolds, Fernando Rodney, CeCe, Ichiro, Troy Tulowitzki, and Ben Zobrist. Mm-hmm. So my names here are CeCe, Pedroia, and I can see the conversation for Fernando Rodney. Okay. I can also see the conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Fernando Rodney, Ichiro. He bit, I mean, I can also see a conversation for Fernando, but Ichiro to me is first ballot. Yeah, I agree with that. Ichiro, CC, and Pedroia on the last ballot, I think gets it. Because he's going to have that conversation of, well, his career got cut short. But, yes, he was a four-time All-Star and a three-time World Series champion. Had won a gold glove four, four years, was, was a sl- silver slugger, and then he got hurt. That really just derailed him. Pedroia is going to be sneaky. That's going to be a fun conversation by a lot of people, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say it's going to be fun. So, if Yachty retires after this season, he'll be on a list right now with Gio Gonzalez, Alex Gordon, Nick Markakis, Daniel Murphy, and Hunter Pence. That's a lot. (laughs) I don't think any of the names that I just said are getting in. No, but these are like, these are, again, those are kind of like those guys that had like, he, like their flashes in the pan were yep. monstrous. So that's what people are automatic, like Nick Markakis. It's what, uh, like, a couple moments are what people are going to automatically going to drift. That's going to be, the, it's going to be the same thing with Hunter Pence. It's going to be the same thing with uh, Daniel Murphy. It's going to be the same thing with Gio Gonzalez. Yeah. And I like Hunter Pence. He just doesn't, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have the juice. He doesn't, he doesn't scream anything because he was a four-time All-Star in 14 years. He had seven home runs in 20 home runs in seven se- 20 or more home runs in seven seasons. He topped the 90 RBI mark four times. He was a really good defensive outfielder. He's, he's an interesting conversation, but I don't think it's enough. No, and what you mentioned about the RBIs is really important because for those offenses, he was just like, you know, you know, Barry Bonds ain't stepping up to that plate, but you need a single to bring somebody in. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. yeah, you're you're gonna get the job done um, with him. So, damn, what a what a list. Yeah, so that's why I think Yachty's gonna get in pretty easily in 2026. He also is the popularity too. True. If not first ballot, definitely second or third. I can't I can't see him dropping to a third though. Hmm. Um, another completely off the topic thing. I wanted to see if you could rank 
um, your favorite fast food joints based on best burger, best chicken, and best fries? I'm just giving you one answer for all of them. So you think they're the best in all of these categories? No, I'm just giving you one answer you for son of a bitch. Each, each individual category. Well, yeah, you should be. Okay, five guys? Yes. For burger. Chick-fil-A for chicken. But there's a new plate. There's like a small, like non-restaurant chain here that I just love going to more than Chick-fil-A, and that's hard for me to admit out loud. Um... Fries is hard. Right? Fries is hard because it's like, yes, McDonald's fries are the goats. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, you're only really eating fr- Wendy's fries with a Frosty. Okay. You've never done that. Do it. That's, yeah, I, I, I second that statement. Um, you're only eating Wendy's fries with a Frosty. Five Guys fries are really good, but it's like overwhelming. And like the what is it the crinkle cut fries? I hate I hate the crinkle cut fries like everywhere else. Canes has great crinkle cut fries. I just I'm not a crinkle cut fry guy, and that's okay. I hate steak fries. I think steak fries just eat a fucking baked potato. Steak fries are interesting to me. They're never well done enough for me. That's that's also fair. Not saying I love them, but they're interesting. Oh, that's fine. I could. So agree- I, I gotta lean. I gotta lean McDonald's. I oh, got man. it because it's like there is no good. Yeah, you and I are on the same boat in a couple of these. I think Five Guys dominates the burger realm. Yep. Um, just for the sake of parody, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Steak and Shake on fries. I love shoestring fries. Um, they're similar vein to McDonald's, but. Have to do some parody here. Um, chicken, it's either Cane's or it's Shake Shack for me. Shake Shack has phenomenal chicken. Really? Yeah, I love their chicken. Interesting. Not too bad. It, like, it, it's fine. Burgers, like, I like Shake Shack much better than In-N-Out, and I'm going to get yelled at. I know. One thing that I would like to try that I have not tried is Whataburger. Wait, uh, wait. So, hold on. One more, one more time. Shake Shack is better. Are they even in the same realm of burger? What do you mean? Like, I feel like Shake Shack's like, is, sh- is sh- Shake Shack's more like widely Shake- known, isn't it? It's not like a. Shake Shack is. What, what, do you, what, do you, what are you trying to say? Like, Shake Shack is like in more places than In and Out Burger is. More states, yes. More locations, I don't know. Well, yeah, because there's like nine Shake Shacks for every like one. I mean, I'm sorry. There's nine um, In-N-Outs for every like one grocery store in like Texas. Yeah, and California. Yeah. So, yeah, Shake Shack is definitely in more states. But... Okay. Um, okay, that's fair. You like their chicken? Really? Interesting. I like it. Yeah, they well, they just put one down here by my apartment. I love it. Mm. They're they have crinkle cut fries, phenomenal, phenomenal. Better than Cane's fries to me. Much better than Cane's fries. They look the exact same though. Maybe they're cooked in something different. I don't know. I've been pretty pleased. And like Shake Shack's burgers are fine. Mm-hmm. 
they're not bad. Like that's it. That's what I feel about Burger Kings. Like I don't mind them. They're not bad. Right. But they're not five guys. <laughs> Belichick had a press conference today. Did he bring Nike? No. Someone goes, Bel- uh, Bill, how are you? He goes, good. How are you? For good. No complaints. Belichick. Good. I don't want to hear them anyways. <laughs> That's typical. Um, now that we're here, we have to be here. It's like week nine started already. Seriously. You're in the prime. You, you've got these players in their prime. You take an Edelman or Welker. Edelman. Agreed. I love West to death. I love them. But it's one of those things where it's like, I truthfully just find Edelman to be a little bit more reliable than Wes. Do you think that Edelman has more tools in the tool belt? Yes, obviously. Oh, I, I don't think you it's converted, obviously. You converted him from a quarterback to a wide receiver slash punt returner. I'd say obviously he has more tools in the belt. I don't even know if Wes Welker can throw the ball. <laughs> And, yeah, yeah. and the most famous thing that Julian Edelman has, ne- has has done isn't even the catch against Atlanta. It's playing defense against <laughs> against Anquan Bolden in the AFC Championship game. That's up there. I would also, I mean, depending upon what you think, I, I could also see people remembering him for that throw to Amendola, which isn't even that difficult of a throw, but it was a perfect spiral. Uh, true. True, it was. I would have loved to have a camera on Tom watching that throw because I never got to see his reaction mm. to that throw. Like, he had to have been hyped up. Probably. I would have been. Who knows? Uh, regardless, I saw a terrible, terrible take. And I want your opinion here. Because it's very difficult to compare Julian Edelman and Jarvis Landry in the sense that they're both very good. They're also good good at different things you know Mm -hmm. and somebody said elijah moore is a supercharged mix of edelman and landry which is one i don't know how you mix the two and like what skills are we taking from the two but also on top of that we haven't seen much if anything out of elijah moore how in the hell do you know that what a terrible take but this is what we do. This is like the the whatever you call it game. I mean, out of Ole Miss, come on. Do you do you really want me to go there? What? I can go there. Wait, I'm sure there have been five. Wait, is, you know, the there's pick? another wa- the, famous wide receiver who can kick your ass in five seconds from Ole Miss. Was he the piss guy? No, his name is DK Metcalf. Hey Amen. I just like insulting the <laughs> SEC every chance I can get. Just saying. He, he can kick your ass in five minutes, and his name is DJ, DK Metcalf. I'm not comparing DK I'm just Metcalf. Saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. That's I, a thing. I'm just saying. Watch out. Um, no, I mean, look, it's one of it's, you know, we play the comparison game. Like, we played the comparison game with Mac Jones and Tom Brady. Like, they, they aren't that comparable. It's just if you're trying to get people to understand what a player could be, that's what you're going to say. So while I agree that, that you can't put those two together, I would be at least interested to see what would happen if you put those two together. Okay. Okay. 
because I'll give you that. Landry on the Landry as a slot receiver would be fun, but he doesn't have the speed to be a lot slot receiver. I disagree with that second statement quite a bit. Well, I don't think Jarvis Landry is fast at all. I think Jarvis Landry is just a big body. Are you trolling me right now? Maybe. Yeah, you're trolling me 100%. I'm not, I'm not even going to entertain the fact that you think he's slow. He is Baker Mayfield's Mr. Reliable. I think that's the only way that you can compare them, is that they are Mr. Reliable for both of their quarterbacks. Okay. Uh, Jarvis blocks not great, so I would take Edelman at blocking. Punt returning, they all, I mean, they do They do both. They both do block returns. Or Actually, block I'm going to stand by this. I'm going to stand by this. Sure, that's fine. Edelman ran a 4-5-40. Look okay. what Jarvis, Jarvis Landry ran a 4-8. Yes, because we we completely judge everybody off the combine forever. So yes, that's we do. great. Yes, we do. So stupid to to continue to do that. that means Ready for continue, this? Ready for this? It means continuing Gronk. to value Brady as a sixth round Gronk status. And Wes Welker both ran forties faster than Jarvis Landry. Hey man, I've been watching him for years now. I know what he can do. I know what he can't do. I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm and just being saying, extremely fast is one of those things. I'm just, I'm just saying, he's not extremely fast. Sure, that's fine. I guess you'll get to see it up close in person this year. I guess so. Because they're coming to Gillette. So, are you going to any games this season, or want to go to any games this season? If I'm allowed to, yeah. If I'm allowed to and survive shingles and survive and survive and survive. You, you will, you will do all of those things, but I guess maybe it, I guess for me, the, the, the outline really? number would be the call. Well, it also depends upon if Randy Johnson is coming yet or not. It's true. It's <laughs> because here, here's my something. Uh, the only thing I'm going to bring up about this, what happens when you're like 85 and Randy Johnson is still in his like early thirties. See, that's when I said, that's when I said that I was just going to, when I'm ready for him to end it all so like in my eighties, he's going to bomb one at my head. You take one off the chest or one off the dome and you're gone. So that's, that's why I said it when I'm hope, ready to end it all. And then you, you brought in the shingles joke. I hope you invest that 10 million. I will. It's going to be in Bitcoin. <laughs> Or Dogecoin, or whatever the hell. Yeah, hell yeah, Dogecoin. I, I did buy Dogecoin. I can confirm this. I also did. I bought $1 worth, which was literally like 21 Dogecoins. <laughs> oh, see, I bought $5 worth, which is um, 41 Dogecoins. <laughs> and now it's worth 15 cents. Ooh, and it's getting higher. It is? Hell yeah. Yeah, my taxes asked Ooh, me. Oh, I would I, get a dollar return right now. Nice. Nice. This is wonderful. Just keep going, baby. Is is Elon Musk tweeting? This is what I need to know. The minute Elon Musk tweets anything about this damn thing, it just goes up. Sorry. But yes. All fun and games. Yeah, stock market's been kicking my ass recently. Next on the Ooh. DH podcast, 
Let's, Stock let's, market advice. Let's see this this Doge return. I have had. Hey, if I were to pull out, I get two dollars now. Let's go. When did you oh, buy yeah. in? I bought in like yesterday. Oh, okay. I've had Not this. Like, How long? When did I buy in? Can I okay. can I look when I bought in? Yes. I've had this for a couple of days over a month. Oh, see, I just like bought in like yesterday. Damn, it is skyrocketing today. Yeah, did he tweet something dumb? Probably. But I I bought it in today. I bought in today. Or I bought in yesterday at four dollars and nine and ninety-six cents. So it was forty-one doge coins. Mm-hmm. And now it's worth six dollars and forty-four cents. Okay. Think about this. Imagine you took a thousand dollars. There was one point in time when a Dogecoin was a nickel. Yeah. You take a thousand dollars and put it in there. It's now worth sixteen cents. Yes. I mean. That's why you're hoping that when you put five dollars into this and yeah. it's on the trajectory that Bitcoin's on, if it was at what Bitcoin is at now. I mean, in the past month, it's grown up, uh, you know, over 150%. So that'd be a pretty, again, this Dogecoin for me is completely just fun. The one that I actually think I am going to do something with is Ethereum, but who knows? All right. Now, what that is. I am not a financial advisor. Matthew is not a financial advisor. We Don't will not sue be, us. We will not be giving you real financial advice. <laughs> Don't sue us. No. Let's see. No, that's there we go. Six. All right. So if you bought Bitcoin when I bought Bitcoin, yep. I mean, uh, Dogecoin when I bought Dogecoin, mm-hmm. and you're living in the Bitcoin world, where, so what Bitcoin costs now is what you would have if you had the same amount of stakes that I did. You would have made yourself two million dollars. <laughs> Classic. Two and a half million dollars. I just don't know how you get it out. You can deposit it into your bank account. I thought that, I thought the there was like a, a weird thing about like selling it. I don't know. I have no idea. Really, no idea. Uh, can you take out Bitcoin for cash? Let's try this. All right, I'm a. Oh yeah, you have to go through like Coinbase. Okay. I'll be right back. Oh, I actually bought stock in them too. How's that going? Oh, down three. That's that. I lost 50 cents. Do they tax you from Coinbase? I'm assuming so. Because it's, I mean, it's got to be treated like a normal stock to where you've seen earnings on the account. So make sure you go through the deposit. Blah, blah, blah. Bank account you use to deposit funds. This means that you need to deposit a small amount first to be able to make withdrawal. This step shows uh, blah blah blah. Okay, I've got a nice. It's a lengthy process that can either take a few days or a few hours. Okay. 
I've got a couple things here. And we, we've transferred over a little to the NFL. So I want to just jump into the Saints here. Because the Saints are fascinating to me for a few reasons. Yes. One, you brought something to my attention, and this was a Field Yates tweet um, about the odds already that have been put out about 2021 to 2022 NFL MVP odds. And Patrick Mahomes at number one, five to one. Aaron Rodgers at nine to one. Josh Allen at 10 to one. I mean, what you had mentioned to me earlier is that Jameis Winston is 50 to one. He is ahead of Alvin Kamara, Ben Roethlisberger, Trevor Lawrence, Tua, um, Jared Goff, Jimmy G. I, I'm worried for a couple things. Why is he one ahead of Alvin Kamara? in this and number two do you find it very insulting that he's tied with cam newton there's a lot to unpack here um do you want me to send you the tweet again no i have it okay no i don't you don't find insulting no because I, i think i view nfl mvp the same way that i view the heisman trophy which is that unless it's like a ridiculously statistic season where it's like breaks every record known to man, that award's going to be a quarterback award forever. When did Derry Henry win? Or did he? I don't know. I don't think he did. And I say this, that Christian McCaffrey should be insulted that he's the same as Jameis Winston. Uh, no, he won Offensive Player of the Year. He was not ever named MVP. Okay. A couple guys who should be insulted here. Um, first off, Derrick Henry should be insulted. The fact that he's at the same level as Derek Carr. I mean, are we serious here, people? Here we go. Can you name the last non-quarterback to win NFL MVP? Jesus. The answer is going to be no. I can tell you that right now. Want to give you a hint? Sure. 2012. No, he was on the cover in 14. It's really been that long. Team? Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I don't know. Adrian Peterson. Why the fuck did I do that? Before that, Sean Alexander and Ladanian Tomlinson went back to back in 05 and 06. I only knew that it was Marshall Falk in 2000. I only knew about LT. I knew that that wasn't that. I knew Sean Alexander because Sean Alexander was a Madden cover person the year after he won. Yeah, and I was mixing that up because I was thinking Peyton Ellis. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Which in which in hindsight, I um, I uh, I wish that Aaron Rodgers had won that cover vote that year, so that he would have gone down in the flames mm. instead of Peyton. But oh, okay. Here's a fun one for you. 
can you name the only defensive player to win NFL MVP? I think you can. Lawrence Taylor. Record. That is it. Arguably the best defensive player of all time. Well, I mean, Aaron Donald. Say it. Yes. Yes. Until he decided to beat someone's face in. But no, on and off the field, he's the best defensive player. <laughs> God damn it. He gave that dude a walloping. Dude, that was a freaking <laughs> hilarious picture, though. Who goes into a day and just thinks, hmm, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a drunken fight Aaron Donald tonight. Like, I, they said it was like a bar or a club. So that was, there was definitely alcohol involved in his like decision making skills. But it is. The most well, bizarre, the b- most bizarre thing I've ever heard. It is so funny to me. It's so funny because, and then I even saw like I I even saw a bunch of tweets that was like they were like why would you mess with Aaron Donald and somebody replied well he's six one and he's not that quick he plays deep I'm like you're so dumb you couldn't be more dumb he's okay, six yes he's six one but he's two hundred and eighty four pounds. Yeah. And if you took his shirt off, you would actually use that as a charcuterie board. Yes. Like, <laughs> like our, our friend Charlie is 6'1", 180 pounds. Imagine just taking 100 pounds of straight muscle and just dropping it down there. <laughs> Charlie, I love you to death, but I'm pretty sure if you just decided to just flex, you would put my head and just squeeze it and just all of my guts would just pour out of my brain. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is be, Aaron Donald could do that too. Charlie, I love you, but that'd be freaking terrifying. It, well, it should be. It should be. Now, okay. I, we I can't get that image out of my head now. Good. Um, one, one, a couple things that I wanted to talk about here. Joe Burrow sitting in the middle of the field at 33 to 1. Same odds as Baker Mayfield. So I would now give Joe Burrow more comeback player of the year votes. Um, comeback player of the year is interesting. Guys that get hurt or guys that have a terrible, terrible season, they come back the next year. Right. So for me, it's an interesting conversation because you can put, you can talk about for this conversation, at least you could probably talk about cam was he, he that probably, bad? He was bad. <laughs> he was bad. Um, Wentz? You could probably talk about Wentz. You could probably talk about Tua. Right? Mm. I, 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 would, I would put Jimmy G there before. Oh, you know what? No, this is, this is not even a conversation. This is... This is uh, Saquon Barkley, Dak Prescott, Christian, Christian McCaffrey. It's going to be a three-headed monster, and I think it's going to go to Dak. Well, it depends, though. I mean, I, I'm not saying that you're wrong at all, but I think that Joe Burrow is going to make a name for himself on that one. Probably. I think you're right, but it's one of those things where it's like, we don't know anything about the Cincinnati Bengals this year, really, because we have to figure out what they are after the draft, because if they do end up taking Sewell, then yes, I think you're right. But it's one of those things where it's like you kind of look at their what their schedule is associated with right now. Very difficult. Very difficult. And it's Ravens, Browns, and Steelers are in the division. You get the Chiefs and the Chargers at home. The Jaguars NFC West. The NFC North, the AFC West, and the NFC North. 
and then you also get the 49ers. Oh, so it's, no, 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 no. I took, I mean, you're exactly right. I mixed that up. The AFC North plays the NFC West only, or NFC West only in week 17. That's my, yes, bad. that's my bad. Uh, I think it's insulting to every NFL player that Kirk Cousins is on this list. Every every NFL player should be insulted that that bum bum is on this list. Is he a bum though? He's the most like you, average bum of all time. You can hate him for all you want, but it's one of those things where it's like looking at him as a, as a career as a whole. The dude is like maybe the greatest armed robber we've ever experienced. Armed robber, yes. Yes. He went from he threw for five thousand yards or close to five thousand yards in twenty sixteen. Regressed a little bit in 2017 and then signed a massive contract with the Vikings for absolutely no reason at all. Yes. It's crazy. But that's what that's what gives quarterbacks the advantage here is that it's the same reason why the Colts signed Phillip Rivers last year. You know what you're getting. So you know where the floor is, and you know that the floor and the ceiling are like this. They're like yep. super here, but that they're just gonna ride mediocrity. So they're gonna ride eight and eight. Now they write. Now they might ride nine and eight. I don't know. Or eight I mean, and nine. Well, you got to add one more game because there's week seventeen. Yeah, that's what I just tried to do. So, um, but the thing about Kirk Cousins, whenever he like is the full blown starter on the team, for from twenty so twenty fifteen to last year, his teams were either nine and seven, seven and nine, and or what would have been nine and seven with a tie. He has one season where he is where he is ten and five. That's crazy. Yeah, which is like, at some point you need to press the reset button and take a chance. Yeah, or or you just got to be okay with the fact that you know, I mean, what are the Vikings really, honestly, right? Well, I mean, they yes, had next they season, had the tools, but then they traded the tools away to Buffalo. I mean, I'd still argue they still have the tools. They have Dalvin. They have Dalvin, they have Adam Thielen, and they have Justin Jefferson. Now, where they are in the draft at 14 is an excellent spot to get another wide receiver. Yeah. So you could have one really expensive wide receiver, two wide receivers on rookie contracts, and one of the best running backs in the NFL. I could see Devonta Smith falling that far simply because you mentioned this last week, and I totally agree with you. I think we're going to see a weird run on quarterbacks for no reason. Um, yes. And something that I've been hearing a lot of is, uh, say it. Don't even know what I'm going to say. I got a feeling the lions pick at seven. No, I have not. Exactly. You didn't know (laughs) the lions pick at seven. Someone's going to take fields or Lance, whoever is still left at that spot. Someone's going to trade to the lions for that spot. Okay. That's what I believe. But, like, one, two, and three are going to be quarterbacks. I suspect that four will be a quarterback based on how this how this is. I think that the Falcons are either going to take a quarterback or they're going to uh, take Pitts. But I think they're going to end up taking a quarterback. Um, five, I think the Bengals are going to take Sewell if he's there. Six, I think the Dolphins are going to take uh, a wide receiver. Probably Jamar Chase, but I could definitely see it being um, 
Oh goodness, who am I thinking of? I'm gonna let you do this. Let me work it out on my own for a second. Went to yeah. Alabama, not Devonta Smith, the other one. Jalen Waddle. Thank you. That was the one that I was going for. Okay. Or Jalen Waddle. But if Kyle Pitts is there, I think they could go there too. Um but I, I truthfully I see them taking Lance there because I think Ryan, you can have a quarterback for two years, and I don't think Lance is going to start in the next two years. Um, Lions could definitely take Jamar Chase. They definitely could take uh, – we just said his name. Why am I blanking on this again? Waddle. I'm just going to let you work that one out. You're, you're or, they're gonna trade for, or they're going to trade for a quarterback. Panthers, I think, are going to take a wide receiver. Uh, Broncos, I wouldn't be surprised if they took a quarterback or if they took uh, a linebacker if the quarterback is still there. I think they could take Micah Parsons instead. Yep. Uh, Cowboys, I could see them taking um, Patrick Sertan or uh, J.C. Horn. Giants are going to take a wide receiver. They should be. Chargers are probably going to take an offensive lineman. They they should be. That's. I think the Vikings could take a to could take an offensive lineman, or they could take a wide receiver at that spot. Why waste an offensive lineman on that mediocrity? Okay. Um, I've the the rumor that I had seen a lot of, and it seems to be having a lot more weight. Is Fields going number two? Is it the 49ers taking Fields? So that's three. Why did I mix that up? I don't know. Um, I yeah, agree sorry. with that. Zach but I Wilson's think it's, number two, the Jets. I'm dumb. I agree with that, but I think it's one of those things where it's like, I think there's one person I think that Shanahan would listen to at the quarterback position, and it's not Saban. I think it's Sarkeesian. I think he's had plenty of conversations with Sarkeesian about Mac Jones because – they both were OCs for the same quarterback in Atlanta. They both were OCs for um, – I think Sark was an OC for – What if Sark tells him Justin Fields? <laughs> well, Sark never coached him, so that's – No, I know that. And and the, the only reason that I had seen these whispers was one of two things. The first one is dumb. Sark's was, and- Sark was Sam Darnold's OC, excuse me. Or head yes. coach or whatever. So it's that's that's the interesting conversation to me because I I would have I would have thought that that Shanahan would have taken Mac Jones or Sam Darnold. And the rumor came out today that the 49ers offered the Jets a first round pick, but the Jets weren't sure about where Zach Wilson was in his shoulder rehab and did not and said no, come back to us later. And uh because because Shanahan liked because Shanahan had talked to Sark about Darnold because okay. Darnold because of that convert because of the USC um, yeah grouping so I think so again I think it's one of those things where it's like yeah I think I think Fields could go it too but I don't think he will I, I think they they just like Mac Jones too much I think they view him as a better version of Jimmy Garoppolo and they went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo so that's I, I think that's the conversation really that they're having. Yeah, and I had I had a couple of rumors. Um, why I had heard this was a couple of reasons. The first one I dislike 
And that's because, well, did you see uh did you see Shanahan during his during Mac Jones's field day? He looks super unimpressed. What you don't know that. You don't know if a quarterback or you don't know if a coach looks unimpressed or not. That's not how they operate. They're they have great poker faces. Number two, Justin Fields ha- held his second pro day. Uh, it was yesterday or two days ago, I forget. Only four, not really only four, but it, it was geared towards the 49ers. And then the, what he did the majority of the time was mm-hmm. run downfield passes. Yep. Because what you had said was we would, and you said this so much, and I totally agree, is that we wouldn't be having this conversation if he didn't overthrow him in the Super Bowl. And Justin Fields was literally doing that pro day to say, hey, guess what? I can do it. I'm not going to do it. Or like, I'm not going to mess it up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I can do it. <laughs> and that's, I, that's the whole reason why we had this pro day. <laughs> it was, I, I saw like maybe two out routes. The others were just like go cuts. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's, it's really funny to me. It really is. I appreciate it, but it's. If so I'm him, I want to go to San Francisco. Yeah. I want to play for the Best freaking tight end. Oh, wait a second. George Kittle maybe come back player of the year? No. I, no. It depends upon how poorly Dak Jackson, plays. That this conversation, year. no way. But let's but I mean like let's objectively look at the 49ers and take take the quarterback out of this conversation, right? Yes. Running backs, I think, are subpar. I like Mostert, but I just don't view him highly. And I think I probably should, but I just don't. He was he was above serviceable for me in fantasy, if that means right, anything. Right, but it was also one of those things where it's like he also had to he also like they split time in the backfield. It was him and um It wasn't Carlos Hyde. No, that I think that was two years ago. But he split time in the back. It, was they traded him to Miami, maybe? I don't know. But they split time with him. Um you have Debo, Brandon Ayuk. Third wide receiver is pretty open. You have Kittle, and then you have the best offensive line of football, in my opinion. So it's like, who wouldn't want to play for that offense? Especially with the way that they're creative in getting guys open. Okay. So. Oh, you were talking about Jarek McKinnon, weren't you? Yes, I was. That's exactly what I was talking about. Because they try, they were trying really hard to get McKinnon involved in the offense. Yeah, and they even gave the the Kyle Juicenick a run, or I botched that name, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, um, Kyle Juszczyk. And that was a failed experiment. I mean, Juszczyk is a great fullback. Yeah, I'm not saying Don't he was. I'm just saying that. That, that it didn't, like, the, the fullback for them, just yeah, that style of play wasn't, yeah. wasn't as successful. Yep. Um, I did not know that they have Mohamed Sanu now. Uh, they had him at one point. I don't know if he's still on the team. Tell ESPN to update. Alex Mack. Oh yeah, he is. Former Brown. They signed him. They signed him in March. Look at that. A one-year deal for Snoop. Let's hope he can catch the ball. I think any of these guys would be elated to be a backup for a season. Yeah. Over there. Elated. Deservedly so. I mean, it's it's fantastic. But right now, those 49ers taking fields odds are at plus 200. Mm-hmm. I don't hate those odds. I don't, I don't either. But it's one I'm, of those things where it's like I, I don't – I also don't hate uh, 
I also don't hate uh, the fact that Mac Jones's odds are coming back to a more serviceable spot, and I might take him. You know what I mean? What's so from like minus two fifty to like minus seventy five or something? Like minus like one seventy five, yeah. Ooh, that is better. That is a lot better. Like let's, I'm doing this right now. Number yeah. one overall pick, you'd have to spend twenty thousand dollars to get a hundred back on Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> That's not fun for anybody. Worth it. <laughs> Zach Wilson, you'd have to spend three thousand dollars to get a hundred back. At two. But this is what rich people do to like cover their more risky bets. They just Sports, like play it safe a couple times. FanDuel is Justin Fields is the betting favorite for Mac Jones at number three. What are those odds then? Minus 125 and minus 105. Oh, man. I'm, I got in too late. No, this is great because now you can bet Mac Jones at minus 105. <laughs> I'm texting Bookie Greg as we speak. So I'm going to read this, uh, this headline to you, and I want you to tell me what city this news headline is from. Okay. Blank city police are searching for the person who drove through a drawbridge and jumped the bridge as it was rising into the air. Like literally mission impossible. I know, I know where this is. I know, I think I know where this is. Oh, Hey, do you mind if I take this call real quick? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. We took a pause so that I could take a call, but you know, what's crazy is that Matt has the most oddly professional backdrop. Like whatever you see in like these like classic movies about like, like important people's offices, they they'll have like globes or they'll have maps. And Matt just has this like topographical map behind him. It's, it's wild. So none of you are seeing this, but that's fine. I don't care. I have a, I have a pin for every place that I've been to. Oh, so I hope you Instagram that one day. I won't. I'm not, I'm not like that. <laughs> oh my God. I went to Charlotte. I've pinned it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had a call. Would you like to share with the group what that call was about? Got a new job. Oh, nice. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully none, of, hopefully none of my current coworkers are listening. <laughs> Where are, we, where are we going? <laughs> uh, placed on the street, um, doing like promotional branding and stuff like that for, for their clients. So I'm a uh, running operations, running sales. It'll be a nice time. I'm so happy for you. Well, welcome to the club. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for you, honestly. Okay. I completely, you were telling a story earlier and I should have let you keep going and just put myself on mute. So I apologize. I don't know what I was saying anymore. That's fine. I can edit that out. Um, one last thing that we, we don't have, like, we have 25 minutes left, so I've got plenty of time. Uh, but do you think this is a dumb move or a huge brain move by Sean Payton to release this movie? Because I've been flipping, flipping on I don't it. Think this is, I don't think this is anything to do with Sean Payton. Well, he, you kind of have to sign off on something. Like, they right, just can't. But I don't think so. I think he sold the rights to them. I don't think he has any say in who, who is in this movie. So the fact that Kevin James is in this movie, I don't think was his doing. Because I think it's a, I think it's a big brain move. I've done a 180 on it. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was going to be like this Paul Blart thing, like, or like this kicking and screaming thing. But one, they're not focusing at all on the suspension. 
It's only what he did while right, so he was suspended. it's going to be a suspended. classic Disney movie where it's like covers the first five minutes and it's going to be like the third voice in like the background where he's like watching TV and all depressed. And is that what this is going to be? They, I, I would assume, hundred um, percent. They might have cast Kevin James on purpose to make mm-hmm. him look dopey. Like he couldn't mastermind an entire bounty gate. <laughs> look how cute he is. <laughs> Like a lost puppy. I think it's on purpose. I'm now huge on this. Oh, I figured it out. Hit me. <clears throat> Sean Payton, his daughter Megan, is dating Christopher Tatone, who is the brother-in-law. Bob Tatone. Sandler. Shout out Devin. Really? Who is the brother-in-law of Adam Sandler. Who is friends with Kevin James. And yes, I know. Who's Happy Madison's Productions? Those, every yep. one of these guys, Kevin James, Chris Rock, Rob Schneider, David Spade, they owe their firstborn, their secondborn, every dollar they've made to Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Whoever the hell played Shooter McGavin, who's still somewhat kind of relevant, um, the they owe everything. The only person that doesn't owe him anything is Salma Hayek, and that's just because she's like great on her own true all right so now now i have a little bit now i feel a little bit better this this is going to be funny well if it was kevin james kevin james does not get a job without adam sandler so i could (laughs) have i'm glad that you put the official pieces together because i didn't know it officially but i just kind of assumed uh yes yes it is it's for sure the way it is but all right so then this is going to be semi-funny it's gonna have to be Kevin James. Like, is not great well, at playing has, has serious he roles. Done anything that isn't funny? Yeah, there was a boxing movie that he did. Yeah, Google Kevin James. Buy. I'm doing it right now. No, no, no I'm not. I'm not. Ta- I'm talking about Happy Madison. Um, they. That's a great question. Oh, it's called Here Comes the Boom. <laughs> My Kevin James. Um. Happy Madison Productions movies. Maybe just go with it. Maybe. See, I put just go with it in the same boat as um, as Chuck and Larry to where it was funny, but it yeah. had a more serious undertone that taught you something. Yeah. Other than that, um, no. These were all. Because it's not anything else. It's it's not anything else for sure. Was, was anger management funny or more serious? I think anger management was funny. Wait, they made a second Paul Blart? Yeah, you didn't know that. Dear God, no! I kind of wish I didn't. Yeah, anger management I think was really was funny. It was because okay. it was like dark comedy. Rain over me, which was an, oh, another one from Adam Sandler. Um, yes. Who, because I, the only thing I remember about it was that, like, it was about his journey after he lost his family in 9-11. Another dark comedy. So, I think you got one dark comedy and two, like, two heavier movies that are, like, made easier with comedy. In right. Chuck and Larry and Just Go With It. But, other than that, just complete just complete humor. Like I loved Hubie Halloween. I thought it was a funny ass movie. I thought it was very funny. So 
Um, I think that now, means- I've now done, gone down a wormhole of the worst movies of all time. Jack and Jill. 2012. Okay, so that's that's where didn't my... Even, oh, yeah, it did make this list. What? Of worst movies. Yeah. There, there's only a couple of guys that can play every part, and it's like Eddie Murphy, Tyler Perry, Adam Sandler cannot do it. I love him to death. No, but see, though, them having it be funny is going to lighten the situation that they were paying money to hurt one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. We're burying the lead here. They're going to try and make it funny. Okay. And you know what? I'm going to laugh, damn it, because Kevin James is going to do some physical comedy. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'll accept that. And then really the, I mean, the only last thing I had, or I have two last things I'm going to keep on the the NFL train since we're already here. Jadavian Clowney, everybody's making a big deal about it. I got to see it before I believe it, mm. essentially. Um, it is nice that the Browns got him cheaper this offseason than what they offered him last offseason. I think that's good. Number two, it's nice that they're not going to double-team him because if they double-team anybody, then they're double-teaming Miles. That's it. Number three, mm-hmm. I, I, I think he's a bigger name than a bigger star right now. I, uh, I appreciate that. I think it's one of those things where it's like I'm looking at this and saying Clowney's on the right side of 30. Um, he has injury problems. But I think the thing that goes with him is that you need to be able to kind of pace him along as the season goes on. And I think yes. the Browns can do that this year because I don't think that they need him to play every staff snap. I don't think that they need him to play most snaps in a quarter. I think that they can kind of just go about this. Like, you know, people would with pitchers or people would with, uh, you know, I'm trying to find or like uh, shooting guards or basketball players or anything like that, where it's like they can take some minutes off on during the game and then be ready for like fourth quarter stuff. Yeah, and to me, the the big win here was that they got Jadavian Clowney and Tack McKinley for less than J.J. Watt. So where the Browns really needed help was in that D.E. position. So I still think that Tack McKinley is a much better value pick than Jadavian Clowney here, but I'm trying to keep it realistic is – and, like, I don't focus on, like, the three sacks in one season or whatever it's been for him. I don't really focus on that as much. I, I think that there's a lot more that these guys do than just sack the quarterback. Um, but still, I'm trying to keep expectations low because, I, like, and now if they got J.J. Watt, you wouldn't be able to get me to shut up. Um, this is one thing where you have to tamper expectations because he's still a variable. You don't know. Right. And I th- it seems that you're in the same boat on that one. Yeah, I am. I am. I think, look, I think, you know, the biggest concern about him is whether or not he can stay healthy for the full season. Um, I think that he can. I think that he's capable of doing it. And I think it's just going to be one of those things where it's like, you know, you're going to have to do a little bit of everyone's favorite two-phrase thing, which is load, ma- load management with him. 
You're right. That is everybody's favorite term. Yeah. Um, the only other last thing that I had was, um, what? Huh. Ooh, that's really weird. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that stinks. Okay, so I was I was gonna end on Lamarcus Aldridge, um, who is retired on you know unfortunately to a, a health condition. It's obviously his business to disclose or not disclose. Uh, Five time All NBA, seven time All Star. I thought he made it just in time to beat LeBron. He did not. He joined San Antonio in 2015, and they won the 2014 title. Hmm. Did not know that. He only played five games with Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so nine seasons in Portland, six in San Antonio, five games in Brooklyn. Man, that's that's rough. I, I thought that he had that ring. That, yeah. We're not going to talk Hall of Fame, but I think we know the answer on that one. Is there anything else that you had? Because I, I literally, I wrote down 15 things, and we talked about much more than 15 things today. I am currently trying to figure out where I can bet on the NFL draft, because apparently I cannot do it in Pennsylvania, and that's annoying me. Bovada has got it, or no? Yeah, but I don't have any money in Bovada. Do you want me to send you some money for your account? <laughs> No, because then that would involve me using Bitcoin for that, and I don't want to. What? I'm not sending you Bitcoin. <laughs> what I, ridiculous shit are you on? <laughs> Bovada like basically tells you you use Bitcoin now. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, basically. I've just been just been rolling my earnings in, so. Mm. That's fair. Um. I, yeah, I just it's one of those things I'm trying to figure it out, and I just can't. So All right. I'll be a little frustrated for a couple of days because I really want to bet on Mac Jones to go third overall because now his odds are getting actually much better. So other than that, I got nothing. We covered a lot today. It's fantastic. It is. It really is. God, it's awesome. Okay. Everybody, you have a fantastic week. Thank you for turning tuning in. Um, make make sure to to uh, stay safe, stay healthy, especially from uh, fevers, from colds. Are you allowed to get the second shot yet, or no? I haven't gotten the first one yet. Oh, okay. Did they tell you? To get to- the, I was supposed to get the first one tomorrow, and I don't think I'm allowed to. Yeah. Did your doctor tell you anything? No, they were like, as long as it's like you don't have any symptoms and it's like not, not to get too gross, but it's not like open, you can get it. I'm like, I don't know what that means. That seems risky. That's why I'm like, I don't know if I get it or not. Let me know what you think. I think if you're asking me right now, I'm leaning towards no, I may just have to get it next week. Okay. So this is sad. I was going to get my first shot and now I can't. Maybe I can. We'll see how I feel tomorrow. Tell him to give you a rain check. We'll see how I feel. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll just do it anyway. See, how, <laughs> see, see what happens. Just roll the dice. 
Mm. <laughs> well, as long as you're not getting the Johnson Johnson. It's true. All right, everybody. We love you. Take care. We'll see you next week. Have a great day, everybody.